Welcome to the Language Mindset Podcast. This is Juliana, your host and teacher. In this podcast, you will find English, Spanish, French, and Italian. As you can see, yes, I am a language lover, but I'm not only a language lover, I'm also a teacher. And if you are interested in learning a language with me, you can reach out to me on Instagram at the language mindset, or you can even email me at juliana at the language mindset.com. If you know any friends that are interested in learning, they can check me out as well. Enjoy, and I hope this helps you in your language journey. This is Juliana from the Language Mindset. That was a little Swedish for you. I uh, am studying Swedish and I absolutely love it. Oh my gosh. All right. And so uh, today's episode, I have John Fotheringham. If you don't know this dude, check him out because he's just fascinating. Um, so he has a podcast called The Language Mastery Show. And honestly, I can't remember how I came across his podcast, but I'm so glad that I did because it's super interesting. And he interviews a lot of language lovers, a lot of language enthusiasts, a lot of polyglots. Um, so check it out because through him, I really found out about a lot of new people in this community. And honestly, I didn't know that it was such a huge community. You know, I, I'm over here just kind of doing my thing studying languages because I love it. Uh, and he interviews some really cool people. So he speaks, he's, uh, he's American. He speaks uh, Japanese and Mandarin, which Japanese is definitely one of the languages I want to learn. I actually learned in elementary school, Japanese and German. I went to a Waldorf school for a little bit. Um, and we talk about one of his favorite phrases. And in Japanese, you have to wait to listen to him say in Japanese because I'm going to say it in English. But it's one of my favorite sayings, and it's um, fall down seven, get up eight, which is incredible, which is really like my mindset behind my business, right? The language mindset, meaning like have the mindset that you can do it. Like it's possible. Keep trying. Because so I think a lot of people think, nah, I can't do languages. I just don't know how to do it. And I just don't think I have the gene, which is all garbage, right? So um, John has got two published books, one on mastering Japanese and one on mastering Mandarin. Check them out. They're on uh, Amazon. I'm tempted to buy the Japanese one, but I just think if I bought it right now, I would. <laughs> It'd be too much. I'm doing American Sign Language and Swedish, and I'm super happy doing that. But Japanese, I think, is on the horizon. We'll see. So um, enjoy this episode. It's really interesting. He's a funny guy. He talks about... Immersion anywhere. There's another concept, another myth, right? That you can only be fluent if you live there and if you travel. Keep in mind, it does help. Absolutely. It totally helps. But there's a lot of excuses we make, right? So he talks about anywhere immersion. And I really agree with a lot of his theories and his beliefs. So enjoy. And let me know what you think. All right. Ciao. What does language mastery mean for me? Why is language mastery important for me as a teacher and for my readers and listeners? Language mastery first began in 2009 as a way for me to share a better approach to language learning than the approaches that were being used in traditional language classrooms. As both a language learner and teacher in Japan, Taiwan, and the U.S., I had seen firsthand how ineffective most courses tended to be, especially when they treat languages as an academic subject 
I think it's actually more helpful to see them as physical skills. I knew there was a better way, and I wanted to help guide others to it. As an English teacher, I met so many bright, enthusiastic adult language learners who were struggling to have even basic conversations despite studying the language for 10 or more years. It broke my heart when they blamed themselves instead of realizing that their method was the problem, not them. So I set out to expose the shortcomings of traditional language classes and present a more fun, effective alternative. Most traditional classes spend most of their time teaching and testing information about the target language instead of time actively immersed in the language. The problem here is that there is very little transfer between conscious study of a language's grammar, vocabulary, etc., and the ability to actually understand and use the language in real time. My goal was to advocate for a totally different mindset and approach, that to internalize a language and reach fluency, we have to get massive amounts of interesting, comprehensible input, that is, listening and reading, and practical, direct output practice, that is, speaking and writing. And most importantly, language learning doesn't have to be boring. In fact, it can and should be fun. Since starting the Language Mastery blog and podcast, there are now more tools than ever that allow people to immerse themselves in languages right from home. My primary goal now is to empower learners to master languages, especially Japanese, through what I call Anywhere Immersion, a fun, natural approach in which you use tools like Netflix, YouTube, podcasts, blogs, social media, comic books, uh, tutoring sites like italki, writing correction sites like Lang8, etc., to surround yourself with the language no matter where in the world you happen to live. How do I like to learn languages? I prefer a fun, natural approach to acquiring languages that works with our brain, not against it. Humans have been mastering languages for hundreds of thousands of years without the aid of textbooks or classes, and the same is true today. That said, we can leverage modern tools to give our brains the exposure and practice they need to learn a language. We evolve to pick up languages through immersion, but the beauty of online media, tutoring, etc., is that immersion no longer requires getting on an airplane. I highly recommend going abroad when you can, but just don't let it be an excuse to put off language learning. You can learn from right where you are, right now. If you have an internet connection, you have everything you need. And this is a wonderful thing for anyone who wants to learn a language. Can I share a moment that I realized I could speak another language? I'll first answer about the first time I realized I could not speak a foreign language and thought I had learned one. Near the end of my second year studying French in high school, I traveled to France as part of a two-week homestay program. Despite an excellent teacher and being a fairly diligent student, I realized pretty quick that I was completely unprepared to communicate with native speakers in authentic, rapid-fire contexts. Though it was rather discouraging at the time, and rather deflating to my 17-year-old ego, it helped me realize that the only way to learn how to speak is to actually practice the skill of speaking, a realization I then applied when learning Japanese in college. In fact, I often ditched Japanese class at university to go speak with Japanese exchange students that were out in the main square of my school. And what a difference that made. 
I made lots of friends and was invited to parties attended only by Japanese exchange students. It felt great to actually understand what others were saying, for, for the most part, participate in conversations, albeit in broken Japanese at the time, and even understand and chuckle at the occasional oyaji gyagu, which is literally uh, means old man joke, but they use it the way we would use the word dad joke. Can you share a reason for learning another language? There are so many reasons to learn languages. From being able to meet new people that you wouldn't have before, to expanding your career opportunities, to making travel easier, more enjoyable, and often cheaper, to improving cognitive function, on and on and on. There are tons and tons of reasons to learn foreign languages. But for me, the biggest motivation has always been to better understand a country and its people. If you don't speak the target language, you're basically just snorkeling at surface level, and you can only just paddle around and kind of peek below the water a little bit. But the more of the language you master, the deeper you can go. It's like having scuba gear. And you start to realize that a culture is more like an iceberg than an island. You realize that most of the, the magic and the beauty actually is hidden below the water. And I really find that the more you learn about the culture, uh, the language learning part of it becomes much more meaningful, interesting, and motivating. What is my best advice for anyone learning a language? Learn directly. By this, I mean practice the skill that you want to be able to actually do. If you want to get better at speaking, you have to practice speaking. If you want to improve your listening skills, you need to listen to native speakers talking at regular speed. There are lots of great apps available today that can be helpful, for example, to learn vocabulary, but they're no replacement for actual communication with native speakers. I know it can be scary at first, but there's no way around it but through. You can't skip the suck. Every person who's learned a second or a third or a fourth language has learned to be courageous and practice the skill of speaking, and you can too. You can't study or memorize your way to spoken fluency. The more you practice speaking, the easier it becomes. Eventually, you'll be able to have conversations just to have conversations and not even realize that you are, quote, learning a language. Do I have any funny experiences learning a language? So I was once sitting on a train in rural Japan and a young child who had just gone on with his mother saw me, pointed at me and yelled, Gaijin! Which loosely translates as foreigner, but literally means outsider. By the way, the more polite term is gaikokujin. He probably hadn't seen a foreigner in the flesh before, being in a rural area, and appeared to find the sight of one rather shocking. Uh, I gave him a wink and said, indeed I am, in Japanese. At that, he darted behind his mother in terror, occasionally peeking out sheepishly from behind his mom uh, until they got off the train a few stops later. It was pretty cute. I hope I didn't scar him for life, but hopefully next time he'll just say hello instead of <laughs> pointing out that I'm not from there. What does fluency mean to you? Fluency is a really tricky word to define, and most people have their own definition. For me, I tend to define it as the ability to use a language well for your communicative purposes. That's it. In other words, what do you want to do with a language? What do you want to hire it for? So the goalposts are relative to your personal and professional needs. 
If you want a meaningful social life in the language, then fluency might mean be able to understand and contribute to casual conversations at a quiet tea shop or a loud dance, dance club. If you're a film fanatic, then fluency for you might mean being able to understand your favorite flick without relying on subtitles. If you're a hitherto monolingual American, perhaps fluency entails finally being able to communicate well with your relatives in their native language. How has learning a new language shaped my life? Learning languages completely changed the trajectory of my life and career. Up until my third year in college, I had been majoring in industrial design. But after taking an introductory linguistics class and starting to study Japanese, I grew so enamored with languages that I changed my major in my third year to linguistics and committed myself to reaching fluency in multiple languages, which is, of course, a journey I'm still on. After graduating, I taught English in Japan for a year and then worked in a government office for my second year. Later on, I taught business English in Taiwan and while there, then started Language Mastery, launched the Language Mastery show, and wrote two books, Master Japanese and Master Mandarin. This career path would have never been possible or even within my grasp had I never dove into languages with both feet. Doors open that I never even knew existed. But more important to me than the professional opportunities are all the friendships that languages have unlocked. Do I have a favorite language to speak? Why? What's my favorite expression, word, sound, etc.? Uh, I'd say Japanese is my favorite language so far, probably because I find the Japanese culture the most interesting of all those that I've encountered to date. Every culture is interesting in its own way, but for whatever reason, Japanese really has a hold on me. It's hard to choose just one favorite expression, word, or sound, but I'd say my favorite group of expressions are Japanese's many four-character idioms, which are called yojijukugo. These are little linguistic gems that are packed full of lots of wisdom and cultural context in a very small package. A few of my favorite examples of these idioms are ichinichi ichizen, which means do a good deed daily, or nanakorobi yaoki, which literally means falling seven times, getting up eight times. And they would use that when we would say, keep trying or never give up. Is there a cultural aspect of a language I study that I love? I find the Japanese keigo system of honorifics quite interesting. There are specific suffixes, verbs, verb endings, etc. that are used depending on the social context, who is speaking, or whom one is speaking to or about. The rules can definitely take some getting used to, but they reveal volumes about the primacy of respect deference, and humility in Japanese culture. What's my language motto? I'd have to say, let's see, fun gets done. I borrowed this from the Japanese language blogger Katsumoto. When we really enjoy something, we're much more likely to do it on a consistent basis. So when it comes to learning a language, it's critical that we find methods and materials that tickle our curiosity and really light us up. If you're learning the guitar, for example, find YouTube videos and books about the guitar in your target language. All right. Well, Julia, thank you so much for having me on the show. And I hope some of these answers were useful and helpful and motivational. All right. Good luck out there. Take care. Gombatene. Faito. 
Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Language Mindset English, where you listen to stories about language, travel, and adventure. If you have a story that you would like to share, you can reach out to me at uh, the Language Mindset on Instagram. Okay, until next time. Bye. Thank you.